Holy transfers, Batman. There's a lot of new faces to the Arizona State Sun Devils football just from the transfer portal alone. And we're going to catch you up on everybody who is coming to the program on this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Our Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils football and basketball. As always, thank you all so much for making us your first listen of the day. Remember, we're free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. If you want to check us out in a visual platform, wherever you're getting your podcast, though, hit like and subscribe and turn on notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. Stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter. You can find me at RichieBrad36. You can find the podcast as well at LO underscore Sunnels. Before we get started, I will be going live today, Wednesday, December 21st at 5 o'clock p.m. Arizona Mountain Pacific Time, whatever we're lined up with right now. I will be going live as we go through all of the commits that are coming to Arizona State. So make sure that you come in, drop in, say hey, ask some questions, and hang out. But before we get that far, we got to talk about the transfers that are coming in. So let's hop into today's conversation, the transfer portal. Arizona State is going wild like my dog behind me rolling on the floor while I'm trying to record. Arizona State has been going absolutely insane with the transfer portal. They now have the 13th ranked transfer class in the entire nation. There are 15 kids that have pledged to transfer to Arizona State since we last checked in. Those guys include some big names like Drew Pine. That is the biggest name that Arizona State has landed so far. We're going to talk about him more in just a moment, but I'm going to rapid fire through these guys real quick. 15 guys are coming in. Quarterback Drew Pine from Notre Dame. Linebacker Travion Brown from Washington State. Offensive tackle Ben Coleman from Cal. Edge rusher Prince Dorba from Texas running back Cameron Scadabell from Sacramento state offensive lineman, Aaron Frost from Nevada wide receiver, Melcon Stavall from Colorado state long snapper Slater Zellers from Cal linebacker, but I'm pretty sure he's going to be more like defensive lineman Tristan Monday from Wisconsin linebacker safety crew Jackson from K state running back to Carlos Brooks from Cal. Wide receiver Jake Smith from USC, uh, edge rusher Tate Romney from BYU, punter John Carlson from New Mexico State, and quarterback Jacob Conover from BYU. 15 kids all across the board covering a wide variety of positions. Some guys that are immediate slide and instant starter kind of guys like the punter that we have coming in, Josh Carlson. He will be taking over for Eddie Chaplitsky and the long snapper, uh, Slater Zellers will be taking over for whoever was snapping last year. I can't remember between the two guys who transferred. There's also plenty of offensive line opportunities for guys like Aaron Frost and Ben Coleman to immediately play for the team as well. Obviously, the quarterback position is wide open for Drew, Drew Pine and for Jacob Conover to compete. Running back is pretty wide open. So both Cameron Scadabo 
and to Carlos Brooks will have an opportunity to compete right away. Linebacker, plenty of opportunity there. Travion Brown, you can probably put him in and lock him down as an immediate starter for the team. There's a lot of guys to cover here, and that's what we're going to do. So let's just hop into it. Let's talk about Drew Pine. Drew Pine is definitely the biggest name of all the transfer portal uh, commits that Arizona State has acquired over the, the process of, what's his name? Kenny Dillingham getting here, let alone just this past weekend. Uh, Drew Pine is a former four-star quarterback commit and played his college ball down in South, is it South Bend? I think it's South Bend for Notre Dame. And he will have two years of eligibility remaining, I believe. He was a redshirt sophomore this year. He was as close to a full-time starter as he's been in his career last season at Notre Dame. Uh, he took over for Tommy Bohannon, I believe. If I can pull up the team, that would be awesome. And took th- uh, Tyler Buckner. Uh, who's Tommy Bohannon? I think that's a fullback from like a long time ago. I guess I got the initials right, the TV. But Tyler Buckner is who he took over for. And ended up getting Notre Dame back on the right track after a really rough start to the year, which included a loss to Marshall. They started off the year 0-2. It was not great for them. But in comes Drew Pine, and the team proceeds to go 8-2 and for the remainder of the schedule. They will be playing uh, South Carolina in the uh, Gator Bowl this upcoming, what is that, like uh, Friday? Ne- not this Friday, next Friday. So... He, in his time, completes just about 65% of his passes, a little over 2,000 yards, 22 touchdowns to six interceptions. He also had 108 rushing yards and two touchdowns on the ground. I think in an ideal world, this is Kenny Dillingham's new Bo Nix. He's not the biggest guy. He's actually pretty much the same build as me at 5'11", 198. I'm a little bit heavier than him and a lot less less athletic for sure. But I think that in a perfect world, he can be the next Bo Nix for for, uh, Kenny Dillingham because this is a quarterback who isn't the most athletically gifted kid in the world. You know, he's not 6'5". He's not 230 pounds. He's not running a 4'3". He's not throwing the ball 80 yards down the field. He is limited, but that's okay because we saw last year that a limited quarterback on that spectrum in the form of Trenton Bourget is able to find success, and that was without the creativity and the offensive mind that is Kenny Dillingham calling the plays. So Bourget is going to be competing with Drew Pine for the QB1 spot. Jacob Conover, of course, will be in that, in that, in that group as well. But I would tell you right now, it's definitely between Pine and Bourget. And whoever they go with, we we should be excited. Because Bo Nix was also a guy who, not the most athletic, athletically gifted guy in the world, but he plays above the system that he's in. Now, Bo Nix a little bit, a little bit more of your standard build, I guess, at 6'2", 213, compared to the 5'11", Drew Pine, and the 5'10", Trenton Bourget. But nonetheless... These are guys who can play well in a system in spite of some of their, what's the word I'm looking for? Like not just 
shortcomings, I guess, is the only way I can think of to put it in things they can't control, though. So putting Drew Pine in this offense, looking at what Bo Nix did last year, that's what you're hoping for is a guy who can play better than many would anticipate him to because of a really good offensive system. And there's weapons here and the weapons we're going to get into in just a moment. But I'll tell you right now, Drew Pine, no, he's not the sexiest quarterback in the whole world. He's not this five-star kid that's coming in and going to change the landscape of Arizona State sports forever. But there is a very good chance that he can come in to a system that's rebuilding and give you immediate success. If you can get even halfway to what Bo Nix gave Oregon last year, be phenomenal. Honestly, if you were able to just get Trenton Borgay's production from last season and stretch it over the course of a whole year, big success. But I think that a guy of his caliber may be able to come into this offense and find a lot more immediate success than we may be anticipating. BetOnline.net is your number one place for all your sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to college bowl season, basketball, and the World Cup, we've got it all at betonline.net. If you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action happening right now at BetOnline, where the game starts. As always, guys, make sure that you are tuned in to the Locked on Sports Today podcast as your second listen of the day. The biggest stories around the sports world in 20 minutes or less. Instant reactions, game recaps, and the take of the day. Locked on Sports Today, available on YouTube and wherever you're getting your podcasts. Back into our conversation. Looking at those skill position guys for Arizona State and the guys that these quarterbacks will have the luxury of getting the ball out to. We're already familiar with some of the guys that are here, right? Elijah Badger's coming back off an 800-yard season. Uh, Jalen Conyers at the tight end position coming back from a breakout second half of 2022. Big expectations for him moving forward. Geo Sanders will be returning as the primary slot receiver. Uh, Messiah Swinson will be the number two tight end, but also a guy that we're excited for with his massive six foot eight build. He's like a power four, and I'm shocked that Bobby Hurley hasn't given him a call to come out and see what he can do for the team. But then again, the team's also doing pretty darn well this year. Neither here nor there, I suppose. Bottom line is even before the transfer portal came in, there were some weapons on this offense. Oh, four-star running back, Tevin White, obviously is someone that they're excited about going into his second year. But now there's even more guys to be excited about. The biggest the biggest name here has to be uh, Cameron... Uh, 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 I believe it's how you say that. And I'm probably saying it wrong. So Cameron, my apologies, but this was a hyper productive kid during his time at Sacramento state. He was an all conference player this past year, rushing for almost 1400 yards. And he was doing it averaging seven yards per carry scored seven touchdowns on the ground, three more through the air. This is a guy who plays bigger than he actually is. He's only 5'10", 212, but he's a bowling ball. And he's a dude who's just going to run over his competition. And I think that there's an opportunity with X Valade and with Dana Nagata both gone 
to potentially be the number one running back for this team. Uh, DeCarlos Brooks is the other running back that the team will be having come into the program. And he is also a bowling ball, almost the exact same build at 5'10", 210 pounds. He does not have as much production to his name from his two years at Cal, registering just 69 carries for 346 yards and one touchdown, solid 5.0 yards per carry. But I do believe that there's an opportunity, again, for DeCarlos to get more opportunities and touches and playing time with Arizona State. Similar to quarterback, like there's there's definitely a lot of room for competition for snaps on this team right now. So DeCarlos and Cameron are both coming to a situation where the top two running backs are gone. And beyond them, you had Tevin White and George Hart and Deontay Elliott, who all combined for less than 50 carries last year. So there's a lot of wide open opportunity. Wide receiver, not so much. Elijah Badger and Geo Sanders are locking down two of the two of the three starting spots at the position. There's going to be some competition with some guys who are coming back, like Andre Johnson, Chad Johnson Jr. Um, who else is on this roster? There's a few other guys that'll be competing as well. However, you've got some pretty nice options that are coming in. Uh, Mel Constaval, who had a really, really solid year this past season at Colorado State, will be like locked into the slot role because he's only five foot eight, 185 pounds. Not the best opportunity for him to be the starter, but um, he'll he'll get some reps, I think. So I lied. This year wasn't that great in his only year at Colorado State. His previous season at Nevada is the year I was thinking of where he caught 56 balls for 643 yards and a touchdown. So he'll be able to bring in some competition. Jake Smith, definitely the most interesting name here. He was a highly regarded four-star receiver coming out of Notre Dame prep out in the Valley and started his career at Texas before transferring to USC and now transferring to Arizona State. He hasn't played football since 2020. That's a little nerve-wracking. However, the athleticism is still there. The talent and the potential are still there. And it's an exciting thought for Arizona State to potentially get Jake Smith back to 100% health and have him produce on the field for you sooner rather than later. So pretty exciting stuff. The, the thought of Elijah Badger, Geo Sanders, Jake Smith, Jalen Conyers, on the field altogether, that's pretty exciting because Elijah Badger is going to be contending for one of the like top five receivers in the Pac-12 in 2023 if he's not there already with guys that are declaring, obviously, like Jordan Addison and whatnot. He'll be in that conversation. Geo Sanders, very underrated slot receiver. Jake Smith, all the talent in the world if he can stay healthy. So whoever's at quarterback, whoever's going to be throwing the ball around Next year, they've definitely got a lot of really good options for themselves that they should be excited about the potential of being able to make things happen, right? There are weapons here, very exciting weapons. So offensively, the team is in very, very good hands. I am very excited to see the potential for where they can go. One more time, thank you guys, as always, for making us your first listen of the day. 
Now make the lock, Locked On Sports Today your second listen with Peter Bukowski bringing you the biggest stories from around the sports world in 20 minutes. Get the analysis and opinions before anyone else with our local and national experts and insiders. Locked On Sports Today, available on YouTube and wherever you're getting your podcasts. Let's wrap this bad boy up. Defensively, there's a lot of new faces and there's a lot of open holes. Gone off the top of my head, basically your entire defensive line. Trevez Moore, Omar Norman Lott, TJ Pesafea, Nesta Jade Silvera, those guys are gone. Merlin Robertson, Kyle Soley from linebacker, they're gone. In the secondary, Tamarcus Davis will be leaving. Uh, uh, Corey Bethley will be leaving. And Keon and Kawan Markham left back in October. There are a lot of opportunities here for guys to come in and get reps immediately. Arizona State wasted no time getting some of those guys into the building now via the transfer portal. The biggest name that came through is Travion Brown, linebacker from uh, Wazoo. This was a four-year player for the team. In that time, he registered 119 tackles, uh, one and a half sacks, one forced fumble, one pick. Nothing mind-blowing, but he was a very integral part of their defense this past season. Now, mind you, we have their uh, defensive coordinator now, uh, Brian Ward, coming from uh, com- coming from Wazoo, is taking on the same role that he had at the program to be the defense coordinator. And this is where Wazoo had one of the top two defenses in the Pac-12 right there with Oregon State. But Travion Brown was a very important part of what they were doing defensively. He ended up uh, sixth on the team in tackles. He was not a full-time player, but he was a guy who was integral to their success. Again, he's going to be coming to Arizona State with an opportunity to start full-time. Again, Kyle Soley and Merlin Robertson are gone. Connor Soley has a spot. After that, it will be a competition with guys like James Joncom and Will Schaefer. There's a really, really good chance, I think, that Travion Brown comes in and is an immediate starter for the team. Defensive line, there's plenty of opportunity as well. Four guys are gone. Now, initially it was six when um, when Anthony Cooper and BJ Greenhead entered the portal, but both of them have withdrawn since. That's two starting spots for sure between the two of them. From there, there's opportunity. Joe Moore also left. He is at Washington now. I forgot to mention him. But in is Prince Dorba, the edge rusher, a former four-star pass rusher for Texas, is coming in. He will definitely have an opportunity to be a full-time starter. I'm going to pull up his stats right now so I have them in front of me. He'll have an opportunity to be a full-time starter for the team, something he was not able to do during his time at Texas with just 11 tackles to his name. He'll be a redshirt junior. There's also Tristan Monday coming from Wisconsin. He's listed at linebacker. He's definitely going to be more of an edge rusher for the team. There's an opportunity there. Tate Romney will be a guy that'll kind of play more of like a linebacker role than a defensive line role, but he could get some pass rushing opportunities. They're reloading on the front. Uh, Not much coming to the back end. In fact, nothing coming to the back end via the transfer portal, but the actual class itself for recruiting is going to have some reinforcements there. But Arizona State is losing 
the vast majority of its defense. They did a pretty decent job last year retooling the secondary. And thankfully for them, they've got their most important players returning. Chris Edmonds is back for one of the safety spots. Roe Torrance is back for the starting corner spot. He was terrific last year. Ed Woods will be starting across from him. It was the front seven that we were going to have more questions with. So far, they're filling those holes and they're doing a good job with it. Travion Brown is someone, again, I'm hammering this home. I anticipate will be a full-time starter for the team and potentially a high-level starter. Uh, Tristan Monday will also be someone I anticipate to be starting for the team because the defensive line just has nothing but wide openness. It's BJ Green, Anthony Cooper, and then whatever else. Lots of opportunity here. And I think that's the thing that's most exciting. Uh, real quick, I did not hit on the offensive line, so I want to do that before we wrap this up. Ben Coleman coming from Cal and, uh, oh my goodness, where'd you go? Aaron Frost coming from Nevada. Both of them offensive tackles. Both of them will have an opportunity to start for the team. Aaron Frost at 6'5", 294, probably has the inside track to be the starting right tackle. I imagine Isaiah Glass is still going to be starting at left. Ben Coleman will compete for right tackle. I'm sure that Arizona State is going to be most interested in getting their bet their, their best five linemen on the field, though, and being able to just roll out their their most experienced guys possible. They did it last year with Chris Martinez and Des Holmes. Won't be surprised if they try to do that again this year and replicate that. But for now, that's all I got. Remember, I'm going live today at 5 p.m. By the time this posts, that'll be just about an hour and a half from now. Make sure you guys are there and come join the party as we recap all of the recruits that are coming in and just talk Arizona State sports and how exciting it is right now. It's a very, very exciting time, which is why you should hit like and subscribe or follow wherever you're getting your podcast for the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. We're the best Sun Devils content in the whole world. I am incredibly biased, though. But you can stay in touch with all that content by following me on Twitter. You can find me at RichieBrads36. You can find the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. Until next time, you keep it locked right here. Unlocked on some levels.